Coach V Show, your Hollywood radio show for personal development with your boy, Coach V, Billy Amita Foktao Tape Alavatui. As we feature Serafina Maulupe, uh, who is now just doing some amazing things with AEG. But her story is captivating, inspiring, and is very empowering for those people out there just going through some stuff, not knowing really their path, moving geographical locations and trying to chase and achieve a dream. And then even though the outcome was not really what she planned or designed, that it is something that she is grateful for. So tune in and stay tuned in because after this break, we're going to share with you the Serafina Maulupe feature. My Free Pharmacy is the future of pharmacy today. We are a membership-based pharmacy headquartered in Ohio, and we ship door-to-door for your monthly prescription. My Free Pharmacy offers 91% of the most prescribed generic medications in the U.S. 87% of all prescriptions in America are filled with generic medication. At My Free Pharmacy, we are laser-focused on delivering medications Americans actually use. For a monthly subscription of $19.95 for individuals or $29.95 for households, we can ship all your generic medication with no shipping costs. Call us for a free analysis on how we can save your company or organization up to 40 to 60%. Sign up today at MyFreePharmacy.com forward slash join and get your generic prescriptions free with a paid monthly membership. Visit MyFreePharmacy.com forward slash join and start saving today. Welcome. To the Coach V Show, your Hollywood radio show for personal development with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life. Offering for your consideration the success frameworks, behavioral models, and life lessons that should you find value in it, that you apply it all over your life, leadership, and business. Today on the Coach V Show here, powered by Island City Media Group. We are juiced and excited to have Serafina Maulupe, who is an administrative services manager of premium seating sales for Crypto.com Arena, owned and operated by the AEG, the largest sports and entertainment company in the world. Maulupe serves as a department liaison, manages suites, tickets, and clients, prospects, coordinates internal retreats and events while providing support to the SVP. Prior to her role as an administrative uh, services manager, Malupe was an executive assistant and SVP GM at Fox Sports West. Shout out Fox Sports West. Worked closely to the finance, marketing, sales production, and departments while providing support to the SVP. General Manager Maulupe was day-to-day management of the Fox Sports West and San Diego offices, including serving as liaison for the building management, scheduling meetings, ordering supplies, and working with IT meetings, ordering supplies, and working with IT systems, serving as the Zoom producer for the company-wide and business development presentations, meetings, and seminars. Malupa graduated from California State University Northridge as a four-year letter winner, four-year team captain, three-year Big West Academic All-Conference, and two-time Big West champion for the women's basketball team. She graduated with a bachelor's in journalism and a master's in humanities. During her time in college, she realized she wanted to build a career in sports while working towards building her career for a life after basketball. She interned at Fox Sports and Spectrum Sports Network. 
She was creating content for both networks for Fox Sports. She was putting together highlights for Fox Sports, shows focusing on NBA, NHL, and college basketball and soccer. While at Spectrum Sports Network, she was creating different content for the Lakers. Shout out Lakers, Dodgers, shout out Dodgers, and Sparks. She had the opportunity to interview uh, lead talent for teams like Candace Parker, Maulupe's enthusiastic, driven, and hardworking young professional woman with a strong interest in working in sports. She's a native of Sioux City, Iowa, currently reside in SoCal. Welcome to the Culture V Show, your girl, you. Serafina Maulupe. Girl, welcome to the show. Man, thank you so much for having me, Coach V. I, I really appreciate it. I really do. Oh man, you're 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 one of five to seven uh, major women that do it high on any level, man or woman. And for those people that don't know you, I just wanted to introduce them to you and really get a feel for the life lessons it is that you may be able to share that all of us can uh, in turn subscribe to and deploy into our life leadership and business. And that, what is your story? And talk me through your genesis point. Where were you born? How'd you start off? Who who introduced you to hoops? All of that. Please, Serafina. Oh, gosh. Where was I born? So, uh, you know, I am proud to say that I was born in the Midwest, born in a small a small town called Wayne, Nebraska. Um, you know, you don't see a lot of poly people out there in the, yeah. in the West. Uh, how we ended up out there was my dad, originally from Carson. Um, he played, he, he got an offer to play at a, a school called Wayne State in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. My mom was pregnant with me. So, you know, we, we ended up going out there. So I was born out there. Um, but then my dad played arena football in, a, in another small town called Sioux City, and that's in Iowa. So mm -hmm. I was I was raised in, in Sioux City, Iowa for 13 years. Um, I, you know, I grew up. So my dad was sorry, going back, my dad played arena football. And I was the water girl. Like I was, you know, tomboy, tomboy. I was a big tomboy. Uh, so I was the water girl for my dad's team playing football. Um, you know, so I just grew up around sports. And, you know, if I could have played football, I would have played football. But my mom didn't allow that, you know, and my dad didn't either. Um, but, you know, I, you know, grew up playing basketball. I ran track. I played softball. I played soccer. And, you know, but basketball was the, like my love because I just, I loved, I loved, I loved Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe Bryant was the, the guy that I would, I would watch. Um, and then, so I was in Sioux City, Iowa for 13 years and we ended up having to make a move back to, we chose to do LA because both my parents, they lost their jobs at the time. And, you know, we came back, we actually moved to Marietta. My, you know, we couldn't go back to, we couldn't go back to Carson because, you know, you know how it is, you know how it is in Carson. So, uh, you know, we had, we had to stay out of there, um, but moved to Marietta. Um, my dad's sister, my auntie Audrey lived out in, in Marietta. Uh, if anyone doesn't know that's in the Inland Empire. So we were there. Um, so I went to, I went to a high school called Mr. Marietta. Um, mind you, sorry, this was, Going back, this was, this was, so I was just about to start high school. So we moved when I was in eighth grade. Yeah, it was like summer of eighth grade. And, um, it, you know, it was tough because my coach, my coach at the time when I was in Sioux City was building me up to play at in high school and play for him. 
it was called North High School. It was called North High in Sioux City. So it was super heartbreaking. You know, till this day, like I keep in touch with him. And he was like, you remember when you left? You know, you remember when you moved? And, you know, because he was really building me up as a player. But then, you know, when we had to move to L.A., it was, it was tough. But making that transition, going from the Midwest to, to California, you know, I was I was excited um, I was nervous. I was excited because, you know, we were going to be closer to family because all my family's out here. And, um, you know, if anything, I, the only people I would say my mom was the one that was really nervous in terms of how would I would adapt to the game in terms of like playing basketball, you know, because she just, you know, I don't know. My mom, my mom doubted me. I'm not gonna lie. She doubted me. Um, so I ended up, so that summer, you know, I, I had to see, I had to try out, I had to try out for the basketball team. You know, long story short, I ended up making varsity. I ended up making varsity as a freshman. As a freshman, so yeah, I ended up making varsity as a freshman. But then I was playing volleyball as well because volleyball was another one of my loves and my passion. And uh, I played volleyball and I made the freshman volleyball team. But then after my freshman year, I um, my after my freshman year, my mom was like, "Honey, you need to make a decision on which sport you want to play." you know, either basketball or volleyball. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll choose volleyball because travel ball, you know, they had to pay for travel ball. So, you know, it was, it was, it was pricey. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll play travel ball. So I ended up playing for um, a travel ball team called the Cal, Cal Sparks based out of like Inglewood, LA. And like one of like the best, one of the best AAU teams like in the, on the West coast. And so, you know, I had, I just had, I was very fortunate to play, you know, for a tr travel team because this travel team got so much exposure, went to all the big AAU tournaments, big viewing college tournaments. And um, yeah, I, you know, I went to high school. Yeah. So Vista Maria, that was a great experience, you know, being in high school. I um, thankfully like my senior year, like I reached, I forgot how many points, you know, whatever, but all of that, whatever. Um, you know, I was able to, I was able, you know, that year so like they do like awards and it was like a a male athlete of the year and like a female athlete of the year and like thankfully like you know I was chosen for like female athlete of the year for like for at you know Miss Maria at my high school and so um, as a freshman sorry no sorry fast forward fast forward like fast forward to like through freshman sophomore junior so like my senior year yeah you know, and I was uh we're you know we're getting ready to graduate you know and so they give out like the like uh, accolades and awards. And so I was chosen for like female, female, female of the year for, at, for, at, for my high school, sorry, right. my senior year. Um, yeah. And just, you know, my high school, my high school um, experience was, it was awesome because just going through that whole recruiting process process. And when I was in, when I was in high school, I, I wasn't getting heavily recruited by big D1 schools, um, more mid-major or more mid-major schools. But then Virginia Tech reached out. Virginia Tech reached out and like my eyeballs were like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, Virginia Tech, ACC. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, and so like they came out, the assistant coach came out to one of my games um, and one of my one of my league games and um from there, like, you know, they sent me out to do a visit at Virginia Tech, uh, which was awesome. Just having that, just the fact that it was ACC, that's what, like, that's what I was so set on. Like, it was ACC playing against, you know, they play against these big colleges. Um, so fast forward, um, I ended up signing to Virginia Tech. 
Mm. I ended up signing to Virginia Tech uh, my, yep, my, my last year. And um, that was the reason Virginia Tech is because, yeah, the assistant coach I was connected to, super connected to, um, because she's originally from like LA, like, like California. And so we were able to connect on that. I just felt that, you know, God has a plan. I got to just stick to it, you know, and I, and I felt, I just, you know, I felt, I felt like it like a great, it felt like a great decision. Um, fast forward, you know, summer, summer, I, you know, I fly out to Virginia Tech, um, you know, being a freshman, uh, you know, it's just, it's just like now, you know, adapting to like a new a new town, you know, new people. And, you know, I was like, you know, I'm you, I mean, I'm from the Midwest, you know, I'm used to, I mean, I, you know, I, I've, I've lived, you know, else, elsewhere besides LA. So, or sorry, California. Um, it was, you know, being away from my parents, it was, it was hard and, you know, I was homesick, but, you know, I just, I just dove into, you know, playing basketball and like, just really that, grind and like what it you know being a college athlete it was a it was a it was a learning curve but I would say that overall just like my so you know my freshman year my freshman year it I was able to start a couple games um and you know it ended up it ended up being a great season like traveling playing against big schools like playing at playing at Syracuse playing at North Carolina um playing at Florida State you know playing at big schools like Maryland and just saying that you know like our Big Ten and our ACC Challenge game was like at Indiana, playing yeah. at big like that and having that opportunity. I was like, wow! Like it, it was just it was mind blowing. Um, but you know, just like my first year, it ended up um, it was great, you know. And then you know, had at the end of the day, like you know, college at that level, it, it can be political, and so you know, you sometimes you got to make the best decision on what's best for you as a player. Um, you know, sometimes you don't see not eye to eye, but, you know, um, things didn't really go the way as planned when I was at Virginia Tech. And so I ended up transferring to Cal State Northridge, ended up transferring to Cal State Northridge, which is probably like the best decision I could have made. Um, I made that decision on my own, you know, and then I signed that I like I made that decision that I told my, t- my parents after, you know, and um, Cal State Northridge because Coach Jason Flowers, you know, he was the first coach that reached out to my travel ball coach and, you know, he expressed interest and he was in that season. Like they just went to the NCAA tournament, um, played South Carolina. They won the big West. So they were a winning team. And I was like, Oh, you know, that's what really attracted me to them. Um, and then just, yeah, the coach. Um, then I went to go visit CSUN um, before we were already committed, but then I went to go visit them. And, I'll never forget. So coach Jason Flowers, who's like my guy till this day, like he was like, this is going to be the hardest four years of your life. And, but then my stubborn self was like, okay, we'll see, you know, like, <laughs> okay, we'll see. Um, but boy, oh boy, was he right? Like, so, so just like, just my time at CSUN, it was such a, um, it's really playing for coach Flowers. It's really helped and molded me and shaped me into the woman that I am right now. Um, his, his philosophy was that, you know, I'm not, I'm coaching you, but I'm coaching you beyond the game. I'm coaching you. I'm coaching you all as young women so that, you know, when you guys get out into the real world, you will know how to handle certain situations because 
when you're here, you know, I'm going to put you in, a, I'm going to put you through adversity, different t- types of adversity, you know, and it's like, how are you going to respond to it? And um, coach, you know, coach flowers, he really, he's really, he's really one of the big, like the people that really helped mold me into, into who I am today. And um, because there was days just at CSUN um, practices just sucked. I like, because, you know, I just didn't look forward to it because there's always something like, I just, I love, you know, of course the process, you know, but there was just days where like, it was like my first, second year and it, it sucked. Like the practices sucked because his, it was just more mental than anything. Like he would get to us mentally. Um, and like, there are literally days where my teammates and I, like we would circle up and like start saying a prayer. Like we, we needed to start saying a prayer because we were like, we don't know what's going to happen right now, but you know, we're going to get through it together. But those times it, it just really taught, it helped us come together as a team. Um, but just overall season. So, you know, I, I ended up tearing my ACL, my, my fifth year. Um, sorry. So yeah, I was in college for six years. Um, so yeah, my fifth year, fourth year, I tore my ACL. And it's crazy because because that season I, I started playing. Um, so I started playing. It was, yeah, this was the season. That I, so I started playing and I played nine nine preseason games. And then I tore my ACL in practice. Tore my ACL in practice. Going up, I was going up for a layup. And it, it just, it popped and I felt it. I didn't know what it was. Um, and, you know, I they told me it was a torn ACL. And I was like, okay, you know, of course I, I got emotional about it. Um, but you know, it's just like how how are you gonna respond to it? You know, gave myself about a day to feel how I felt, you know, but it's just like gotta keep moving forward. Now it's like, okay, I'm injured, I'm hurt, I can't play to help my teammates, but now what can I do? What else can I do? I need to adjust, I need to shift my perspective, I need to shift my approach. So now I gotta be there for my teammates. You know, it's not about me, it's about it's about the team. And, um, and, you know, it's, it, it took, took, you know, it, it was tough, but I was, I was thankful, but sorry, going back. So I played nine preseason games. And if I was to play a 10th preseason game, I would have been ineligible for a, a medical shirt. So when I tell you that's God, like that's God. Mm. And that fifth year, I started my first year of my master's program, but then, and then, cause before I tore my ACL, like a few days before that, I had a talk with my coach about how I was going to pay for my second year of my master's. Right. So fast forward to my ACL. So yeah. And then God, you know, like that's all God, because I was able to get my sixth year, my, my, my second year, of my master's paid for, um, you know, which was, you know, that my, me tearing my ACL was such a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, it, in that moment, you know, I was super like upset, sad, um, but just like looking at the bigger picture, it truly was a, such a blessing in disguise. Um, but just my time at at CSUN, it sorry, just like I really grew a lot as as a woman and um, as a player, as a leader. Um, you know, thankfully, like you know, I was captain for four years. Um, and I was, you know, I was able, I've, I learned so much and, 
you know, just being a woman in sport, being a woman playing basketball. And when I tore my ACL, you know, my, my goal, I really wanted to play overseas. Um, but then, you know, I have mentors. Uh, one of my mentors is Ryan Hollins. And he told me, he was like, Fina, like, are you sure? Like, you know, he was like, I'm just letting you know, like you playing overseas, like, it's not, you know, I was like, it's not, he was like, it's not rainbows and stuff like, like they, you don't really get treated as well. You know, you're not going to get paid as much, you know, and if that having a talk with him really made me think like, okay, should I now, should I start focusing on like life after basketball? So thankfully um, I was able to get an internship at Fox sports. Um, <clears throat> my coach, my coach, Jason flowers played at UCLA for Steve Lavin. And so co my coach, he connected me with Steve Lavin and Steve Lavin connected me with people in Fox sports. And I was able to get an internship there. That's how I got in there. And then I was able to get an internship at spectrum sports network. And I did that just by applying through um, LinkedIn and yeah. And so being on the, my goal, so sorry, going back, my undergrad was in journalism. And so I wanted to be in front of the camera. I wanted to become like the next Doris Burke, like, you know, talking like play by play, all that. And, um, you know, having those internships were so exciting. Oh my gosh. Like Fox sports, you know, you show up, like there's like, gosh, I don't know what their names are, but like Terry, I see like Terry Bradshaw, like all those football players. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, the people that are like the talent at Fox sports. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. Uh, so that internship was awesome. Um, and then shout out to my guy, Royce Dickerson. I think he's with like EA Sports now, but he's the one that really helped me get that internship and lab. Um, and then just, oh my gosh, Spectrum Sports Network was such a different, that was such an amazing, uh, another amazing um, internship because, you know, the guy, his name was Armin and he's freaking amazing. And he told me, you know, he he knew I played college basketball. And so he gave me opportunities on like going and interviewing the spark. So that's why, you know, I had an interview to add an opportunity to go interview Candace Parker, the head coach of the LA Sparks at the time. And, you know, like Candace Parker was someone I looked up to like as a player, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I would like emulate her game and all that. And so just having that opportunity. And then like, you know, I went to Dodgers games, you know, working the Dodger games and like being on the field, being close to the players just being in that environment, it was so exciting because just being a, a sports person, being a sports fan, um, and then created some content for the Lakers as well. This was during like their summer league and stuff like that. So I would create like highlights, reels, bumps, and um, and yeah. And so just having those, in those internships, it made me just really excited. And like, it really made me want to just focus on life after basketball. And I was just like, you know, I was so I was so focused on that. Now, you know, I finished, you know, my, my, my sixth year um, at CSUN, you know, just finished, finished, just finished my career, you know? And so I was just like, you know, I had to, I had to put it away now, you know, it was, it was time for me to time, time for me to step away from the game momentarily as a player. And um, I was okay with that. Cause I really gave everything that I could, you know, to, to basketball. Um, and, you know, it was, it was good. It was good. And I, I was, I was happy with that. And so, you know, just fast forward, um, you know, I graduate, graduate my, with my master's in humanities. And, you know, the reason I chose humanities is because, you know, I, I love, 
I love I love people and I like learning about people and humans and this is like another aspect of it like like a religion part you know and I had to write a paper it was like a twenty page paper about um, equity and like women in sports versus men in sports and that was something that I was really passionate about um, so it was you know I I know I I love writing papers and I just love it and um, yep so graduating with my with my master's in humanities now it's just like now, stepping away from a game that I've been playing ever since I was five years old, now it's now what do I do? And that was tough because I hit such like a low in my life. I, I like I was depressed. You know, 100 percent I was depressed. I got I hit a I hit a low state and had depression because my life, I revolved my life around a game, you know, now it's like I don't have it anymore. Now what? You know, and I had a call, a talk with one of my uncles. Um and he goes, Serafina, like you have to remember, like you are not basketball. Like your life, your life is not basketball. It's not, you know. And like he, I was just like, God, yeah, because you know I put so many, my focus, my energy, everything into this game, and now it's like it's gone. Um, and so you know, post athlete, post athlete life. At first, for like the first two months, you know, I, I hit a low. But like now, it, you know, it's just like now I need to like get myself out of this rut and, you know, figure, really figure out and like pray about it, like, you know, just what what's next. And so thankfully I was able to get a production assistant job at Fox Sports West. I got a production assistant job at Fox Sports West probably two months after I graduated, May, June, July, graduated in May and I got this job in July. And then, so I was working an Angels game and on, and on, um, so like, you know, there's game trucks, you know, where all like the TVs are at, like all the production crews at, and I was on one of the trucks and, excuse me, and um, Lindsay Amstutz, she was, so she's the SVP slash GM of uh, Fox Sports West at the time. And I see her and I, I saw her name because when I was at Cal State Northridge, Someone mentioned her name and was like, you know, yeah, one of my good friends is a SVP at uh, Fox Sports West. You know, I'll connect you guys. And, I, and I, you know, it never happened, which was fine. And so I saw her and like I brought her, I, you know, and I just I introduced myself. Um, and then she eventually went, was recruiting me for her basketball team that she plays on. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, OK, yeah, I'll play. Um, and then an executive assistant position opened up like a couple of days later. And then I reached out to her, now not knowing that the job was for her, was to work for her. And I was like, hey, this opening just, you know, I saw that this, I saw this opening online, you know, I wanted to reach out to, to you and get your thoughts on it and like, you know, how I should go about it. And so um, long story short, she called me in for an informational interview. It was so chill. It was so awesome. It was, it was so um, fluid. And she ended up, you know, hiring me and I worked for her from like 2019 for like a year and a half. And then 2020 happened, COVID happened. And March, 2020, you know, they had to lay me off. They I got laid off, got laid off in March, 2020. So I was, so from March from to November, like I was one, when I got laid off, I gave myself a day to feel, feel how I felt, credit out, whatever. And then it's like, now you gotta, you gotta switch it back on, you know, now it's time to get back to work. And, you know, I was, I was looking for jobs and I was like, you know what? I really miss basketball. So I was applying for jobs. 
like coaching jobs and I was applying for like jobs for like men's basketball, like men's basketball, like within the men's basketball um, organization. So I applied for um, like a job at like UCLA, um, UC Irvine, Long Beach State. Um, and they were, they were like, like, like an assist, not an, an assistant coach, but like a coordinator or something for the men's teams, you know, but they ended up going out with someone else. And I was like, damn, like it was that through that eight month process, that was such a, sorry, not eight months. Was it eight months? March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, eight months I was laid off. Yeah. So just through that process and like finding jobs, it was so tough. It was tough because it's like, okay, like I made like the last, I made the last, um, I made the last like interview process. Like I'm, I made the last process for the interview. Um, so I was like, okay, this is going to be good. We're good. You know, like my, and like, we have connect, we have a connection, you know, cause my coach, blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, they ended up going with someone else and it's, it's like, it's, it was like not heart wrenching, but it was just like a, a letdown because like, you know, you get your hopes up so high and it's like, damn it. Okay. On to the next one, you know, and like there was times, yeah, where I was like freaking crying, like, dude, like what is going on? You know, why am I not getting this? Um, and then fast forward to November, I, um, there's a, so this, my boss now, her name is Michelle Kajiwara. I freaking love her to death, but I've no, I knew her through like, there's a, I don't know if you've heard of Wise, but Wise is like a, a woman in sports and entertainment. It's like a big, 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 like networking group for women. And so I met her um, at a, at a wise event. And so there was a, she, I were connected on LinkedIn and she's someone that I had like a, a couple of calls with to connect, you know, and all that and introduce myself. So she posted an, uh, an opening on, on LinkedIn for an administrative services manager position. I, I was like, oh my God, let me apply for this. I texted her, I reached out to her and about like, about like a couple hours later, her assistant reached out, reaches out to me and said, Hey, you know, we'd love for you to come in and do an informational, like do an interview, have an interview with Michelle. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Long story short, she ended up hiring me. Um, and we're here now. And mind you during this whole, during the whole, um, eight month period, I was living with my parents, you know, and in college, I was like, I don't want to live with my parents. I want to be independent, you know, I don't, whatever. I don't want to go back home, you know, but then, you know, I ended up because, you know, just being realistic, you know, and being where I'm at in life, you know, and I had to be honest with myself, what is best for me right now? Okay. Going back home. Okay. You know, and so I went back home. We, we were living, I was living with my parents in Marietta, but then my parents bought a house in 29 Palms. For no one that for anyone that doesn't know where 29 Palms is, 29 Palms is like freaking like towards Joshua Tree, like or far. It is far in the desert, Palm Springs, far, far, far. So I was during the whole interview process for this job here at AEG, I was living in 29 Palms with my parents. Oh my gosh. So so I got this, I got this job offer on a Monday. Okay. And I was supposed to start that following Monday. So I was like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I, where am I going to live? I was thinking like, maybe I can stay with my aunt, like their family. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I was just like, cause I, I'm just, you know, I'm someone that like, I love to come home and like, just decompress, like just 
you know, not really engaged with anyone, but okay, whatever, that's a whole different conversation. Um, and so, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I was like, you know what, let me, I need to go on Zillow. Let me go, let me go look on Zillow. And so I found an apartment in Culver City. Cause I was like, let me look up like, like close, like close cities around LA. Cause I didn't want to live in downtown LA. So then I was like, Culver City was one of them. And so I found an apartment for Culver, in Culver City. And on this Tuesday, I reached out to the landlord and, um, you know, we set up an appointment. I was like, how soon can I come in and view the, view the apartment? She's like, you can come tomorrow, which is a Wednesday. I was like, okay, I'm going to come in that Wednesday. So got the job offer Monday, went to go view, the, view this apartment on Wednesday. I paid for the direct deposit, the down deposit right then and there, right there that Monday, or sorry, that Wednesday. My parents helped me move in that Friday. And then I started work that Monday. So like, when I say it's all God, like, you know, it's all God, but then like, it's up to you on what you do with it, you know, and the work that you do. Um, but now we're, we're here. I live in Culver City. Um, I work for one of the best venues in the world, you know, and um, did I see this coming? No, you know, because it's crazy how when I, I, it's crazy how I was putting my focus on like, you know, I wanted to be back in basketball, you know, and I was applying for these basketball positions and then out of left field, this job opening comes up, you know? And, um, and like, I just can't, I can't like really put into words what being at this job has done with for me so far. Um, the doors it's opened up, the people I've met, um the access I have to like important people because of my job my, because of my boss my boss goes my contacts are your contacts I was like say less okay you know I was like you gang you don't gotta tell me twice you know because I, I you know I really I really love connecting with people and network networking with people and um yeah you know what you said in my bio um you know I'm in charge my main priority is my boss so the SVP, Michelle Kajuara, she's my main priority. Anything she needs from scheduling, her calendar, personal, um, her expense reports, all of that, all like whatever she needs, like she's my main priority. And then we have a suite for prospects and clients that I'm in charge of like the tickets, you know, I'm in charge of like putting a grid together. Um, I'm in charge, I'm like the office manager I'm the, for the for this department. When it comes to new hire paperwork, when it comes to office supplies, I'm that person that people go to for anything that they need. Um, and and yeah, you know, the the VP of our department, Manny Jacobo, he's amazing. I freaking love Manny. Um, he I, I help coordinate his calendar as well. And um, yeah, you know, there's I wear many hats, but I'm super. I'm super grateful. Like there's days where I, I get so like. Um, you know, I, I get so like, shit, like I have so much work, you know, but then again, I have to remind myself like, Hey, like you didn't have a job like for eight months, <laughs> like, what are you, come on now? You know, so I was, you know, I, it's crazy. I had these conversations in my mind. Um, or there's like one of my jobs, you know, another one of my jobs is to like, I have to, I have to plan and coordinate inter, um, retreats for our for our department so uh we went to we had an all-staff retreat at Terranea. Terranea is a resort I don't know if you're familiar with but Terranea is a resort in Rancho's Palos Verdes it's 
freaking nice, so nice. And we were doing an overnighter at there. So I had to like get the rooms, I had to put together like I had to put together um like like roommates. Um I had to order food, you know, and there was someone that was coming in and giving us a training. So there was so much to coordinate and like I was so overwhelmed. And like I had to take a step back and be like, look what you're tripping about. Like look what you're overwhelmed. You're going to Terranea, a resort um, that you, you really, okay, come on, you know? And so it's just really like, I, you know, those times where I get caught up in the moment, you know, I just have to like really sit back and, you know, talk to myself and be like, look where you're at. And, you know, I'm, you know, thankfully having this job, um, I've been able to have hobbies as well. You know, I'm coaching, you know, I coach basketball and which is which has been great. Um you brought that up the other day. You're coaching with Matt Barnes. Yes, coaching with Matt Barnes, coaching with Matt Barnes. And um it's uh when I tell you this, I freaking love this man. I love Matt because Matt is someone who's just he's 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 just real, you know, he's real, he's loyal, he's he's <clears throat> truly a, a genuine and good person. Cause I know there's people that can have like their opinion on him because of who he was as a player, you know, but at the end of the day, he's such a nice, kind, and genuine guy. And just coaching for him, it's I've been able to meet people. I've been able that's opened up other doors. And so it's um yeah, we just unpack that real quick, Fina. Like, yeah. who are you coaching? What team is it? What yeah. area? Please. Yeah. So the the team is called G1 Elite, and we're based out of LA. There's team. There are 13, 14 year olds. Four, yeah, there's 14, 15 year olds. Uh, eighth grade, yeah, boys, and it's but it's it's Matt's boys, Matt's twins that are on the team. Okay. And yeah, Matt's twins are on the team, and um and he just you know he he brought in boys you know to 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 fill to fill the team, but these boys are like some of the best in the in the in the in the country. Um, we finished. I mean, so we just went on our run, the summer run. We finished number one on the West Coast and number five in the country. Well, we should have been number one in the country. Um, yeah, and these boys, you know, like just being a coach, it's really, it's really changed my life in a lot of ways, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I truly and thoroughly, I, I enjoy it. You know, I love these boys. I really do. I love these boys because I just really want to help and guide them and help them become, you know, like how, what my coach taught me, that's what I want to teach them. You know, I'm coaching mm-hmm. them beyond the sport. I'm coaching them beyond the sport because these are going to be young men, you know, and so I want to be able to coach them in that aspect. Let's go back to the beginning and, and let's introduce the audience to your parents. Oh, my parents. Yeah. My mom and dad, Art and Jamie Malupe. Um, my dad's, uh, you know, my dad's an OG from Carson. Um, you know, and he, not to put too much of his stuff out there, you know, you know, he was, you know, you know, typical, you know, someone running the streets, got in trouble, you know, um, did some time and, uh, you know, and, and God, you know, opened up a door, you know, for him to play. Cause he played football, he played at Carson high, you know, he played at, he played at Long, uh, Long Beach city college for a little bit. And then, um, yeah, and then he was offered a scholarship to play at Wayne State, and then my mom, she, my mom, she, she was just attracted to gangsters. Um, no, no, I hope she doesn't watch this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
my mom, so they actually, they, <laughs> she, she done told this or whatever. My parents, so my parents met in the halfway house. My dad, when my dad was in the halfway house and my mom, she was supposed to be giving jobs to people, you know, to the dudes that were uh, in that halfway house, you know, obviously, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they met in the halfway house and yeah, you know, and that's how they met. Um, but my mom's originally from from Vallejo, from Vallejo, Cali, uh, California, up north, where E40's from. Um, Shout out Vallejo down the street from yeah. where my wife and I live, you know, down yeah. down, down the 80 towards Frisco. And let's talk about uh, the transition and uh, coming from Iowa down mm-hmm. to Vista Marietta. So I, I know, is that that's right off the 15, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. it is. So when I was growing up in Pomona in the 90s, when, when you go down from, say, Ontario to Lake Elsinore, going down to towards Diego, like there was no Marietta, no Vista oh, Marietta yeah. back in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. But now those schools have are very prominent schools and they got athletes, right? <laughs> so talk about Talk about the shift and the transition between Iowa and coming back to Cali in two minutes, please. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, I was I was something I was used to that home to like the small town lifestyle. Yeah. And, and uh, but well, trust me, when I was growing up, we would drive to car. We would drive to Lakewood. We would drive to Carson to visit my family. We yeah. would make that drive from Iowa to California, like two and a what half. What is that? Hours. Two and a half days? Three days? Sorry, two and a half hours. Two and a half days. Yes. Yeah. 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 We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, I know. We'll, if my dad's driving, he'll make it like in a day and a half. <laughs> but um, but but yeah, and so making just adjusting to that, you know, I was as what thirteen years old. I was I was excited. I was but I was, I was also sad because I was leaving a, a life. I was leaving, you know, my life that I was so used to. And like, you know, I was looking forward to playing for my coach at the time. I was looking forward to playing for him in high school. Um, it was it was sad. But then, like, you know, I was excited because, you know, I was going to be we were going to be closer to family, um, you know, and it, it was at the time it was just what was best for our parents. It's not like we had a say or anything. So. But tell me, I mean, it's not like because Vista Marietta is a well-established middle class to high class neighborhood. Oh, yeah. In in California. Right. I mean, but like Iowa, were you playing Asians, African-Americans, Mexicans? I mean, Vista Marietta is mixed. And that league that plays all the way up to Moval and down towards Poway, probably. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I know that area well. I mean, it was a mix of people yeah. and the talent level is it the same or different um in iowa it, it is in iowa it is different in sioux city but my girl like one of my best friends she was she was black yep. she was african-american you know two of my yeah, close best friends were after african-american but we would play so native american native americans are there's a lot of native native americans in um in um in in the city i was living in so we would play like native americans there's hispanics so it, it's it's diverse, you know, it, right. it's it's diverse. And so um yeah, it was but in terms of the competition, it was it was the midway, it was still competition because I just felt that when you live in a small town, like you don't have a lot of things to do but really play that your sport. Really yeah, yeah. that. So yeah. And then talk about um 
going to your dream school, being in the ACC, mm-hmm. what made you realize there's a certain level of awareness and maturity for a person to see that either they're not valued or that their values have changed and they must flip the script and, yeah. and go a different route. Come on, Fina. Yeah. Talk about talk about your maturity and your awareness and going, this ain't my place. I thought this was my spot. And what it is that uh, contributed to your decision-making process and leaving? Well, I mean, uh, I'm just being honest. The, the the coach at the time, he flat out told me, like, I don't see you getting better as a player. I don't see you growing here. And I was like, well, shit, if that's the case, I'm a, okay, bye. You know, I reached out to, you know, it's, yeah, I was like, if that's the case, like, you know, I don't want to be at a place where I'm not wanted. Valued, you know, wanted, valued. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um. So yeah, you know, I reached out to my 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 travel ball coach and I told them. And at the time, I was just like, you know, yeah, I, I was I was like eighteen. I was eighteen years old, and I was just like, I don't know. I just I prayed about it, you know, and I was just going through things, and I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me just to for a new fresh start. And I, you know, I, and I was like, maybe I do need to be closer to my family. You know, CSUN wasn't that far from Marietta much closer to, to much closer than Virginia. Um, yeah. You know, it was just following my gut. Mm-hmm. just like really just what, what I felt what was, was best for me. You know, I talked to my parents, I still talk to my parents every day, you know? And so it was just being closer to being closer to them. You know, it, 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 I was happy. I was happy to be closer to them. What are some positive takeaways in a negative experience like that? Cause like you said, I mean, those are some big time schools that you were playing against. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then, like you said, the Big Ten ACC challenge for a sports guy like me, I mean, that's that's big time. And, and I often tell a lot of um, the recruits that do, or the parents do call me for recruiting advice uh, because of some background of being at Division One level mm-hmm. for a year at a mid, mid-major conference. It's like, well, we really like this staff, but why why should we consider going all the way back east? I was like, because it's the Big Ten. Yeah. Because there's a difference between playing, and there's nothing wrong with these schools, but you have to be fully aware of the situation you're going into. There's a difference between playing in what I experienced at the Division One level as a coach and a college football um, administrator as a DFO is. There's a difference between New Mexico State uh, going to Nevada, going to Fresno State, playing at Hawaii, playing at Boise State, going to Louisiana Tech versus going to Penn State when you're in the Big Ten or Duke in the ACC, Duke, Clemson, right, North Carolina. So in that in that major experience that you had, that's at really a big time level. What are some positives takeaways for being in a negative situation where people didn't value you? Yeah, no, I just was like, I just accepted it for what it is. Um, And I was just able to say the fact that I can say that I, you know, I, I played, I played at Virginia Tech. I played in the ACC. I was able to have the opportunity to play big schools like this. You know, not a lot of people are able to say that, although, you know, my plan and what I wanted, you know, isn't panning out, you know, it's okay. Like I had like the positive, you know, I, I just, I had to, the positive thing is, is that I, as a woman had made a, I had, I easily could have stayed, you know, but my mental health probably would have been went downhill. Yeah. 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 
And the positive, yeah. thing, like I chose myself, you know, I chose what I, what was best for, for, for Fina, not, mm-hmm. not everyone thinking like, you know, and trust me, there are people telling me like, man, if you get a degree from Virginia tech, do you know how good that would look? Do you know? Yeah. You know, I, I get, I know how good that would look, but at the end of the day, you're not going through what I'm going through. At the end of the day, you're not feeling what I'm feeling. So the positive is that like, at the end of the day, I chose what was best for Fina and, no- for you. and nobody else. That's, that's phenomenal. So, so you went from Iowa, uh, came back to Cal, Cali and went was in Vista Marietta, mm-hmm. went to CSUN where it's hot. So thankfully for you, you were in the gym. You know, that's one of the hottest spots in SoCal, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is Cal yeah. State Northridge, boy. It is hot out it's there. Hot. everywhere. And when it rains, it floods. And when the Santa <laughs> and the winds blow, everything falls down in Northridge. Yeah. And then you go from Northridge and then you're on this track. Um, you end up moving back in with your parents. I, I used to go to the 29 Palms um, uh, uh, tournament when I was at the BC All-Stars with the Boys Club in Pomona. Man. That's a that's a base out in the middle of the cuts. I mean, people are like, oh yeah, it's over there by Palm Strings. Yes, but no, it yeah. is, it's out there. And then you get you get hired. COVID happens. You know, you're out of a job, and to where you are now with some amazing people, awesome Rolodex, great relationships. What what's Fina's message to the world? Two minutes. My message to the world is just to. Do it at the end of the day, do what makes you happy. Follow your gut. Um, listen to your inner voice. Um, at this stage right now, being 27, um, the only thing I really, I really want is to be be is to be happy and choose peace, protect your energy, protect your peace. Mm. Not everyone, not everyone deserves your energy, you know. You have to be be intentional and be aware on what you're giving your energy to. Um, and at the end of the day, like it's you versus you, you know, you have to wake up to you every day and I'll just always be personally like, you know, I'm not, I know people are on their own paths. People are living their different lives, but I personally like, you know, I'm always, I'm always, I'm always intentional about being better. You know, I work out every day. I work out at wake up at four 30 every morning, you know, doing things that are uncomfortable, you know, cause I know that like me just being an athlete, me be kept competitive. Like this is going to make me better. This is, but working out is like my therapeutic It's therapeutic for me, mm. but you know, it's just protect your peace, protect your energy, be intentional, be aware on the people that you surround yourself with. It's important who you surround yourself with, you know, and um, I've been able to meet, man, I've been able to meet and connect with amazing people and, you know, but it's like-minded people, you know, um, I'm constantly, you know, I'm constantly striving for more, you know, I'm, I'm, but like, I, I'm at, I'm at a place where I'm good. Like I'm, I'm grateful to be where I'm at, but it's like, what's next, you know, um, living in the moment. Cause we're not promised tomorrow as well, you know? And so just, man, just live your life. You know, we only have one life to live and, um, but, but you know, just be intentional on the people you surround yourself with. And oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And and, and I'm just gonna add to what Fina's saying right there. Is like, man, stop giving people 
that don't value you your best. Yeah. Stop doing that. And mainly, especially for people that are still climbing, the question isn't what more you need to do. That's part of the social equation and life leadership and business. But first is what the hell do you cut out so you could focus oh. and maximize what you need to focus on? That's what addition by subtraction is. And that's what really simplifying a life is so you could focus and maximize your opportunity. So I love that message. Thank you for that. So now, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're with the we call her Fina. She knows she's known as Serafina Malupe. And we're going to take her through the Coach V hot seat for a couple of questions. Um, in that, I'm just going to ask her a question and she's going to tell us what comes top of mind. Fina, when you talk about 4 a.m. workouts, that sounds like some mamba mentality to me. I mean, Kobe would go through a different trainer just because they couldn't wake up at 3 in the morning and get to the yeah. gym while he was coming on a helicopter from Newport. Talk to us about why get up so early. Why, Fina? Why? Shit, I love it. I mean, I love, like, I, like, I love the fact I don't want to wake up in the morning. I, I don't want to wake up that early, but like, but it's just, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's you versus you. Yep. It's out of your comfort zone. I know a lot of people ain't doing this shit, you know, and I'm not trying to be like everybody else. I'm, I, I was, I'm different. We're born to be different. We're not born to, to, to fit in. We're born to stand out. That's what I, that's what I, I love it. I love it. You know, I, I embrace that shit. Yeah. I love that. And for me, I, I really buy four hours by waking up at four in the morning because it's two hours. I can really focus where nobody else is calling me, emailing me. I can email, confirm things, make sure that I'm on track, go over my, my calendar again before I launch into the day, look into a forecast seven days of where I'm from, right? It really does buy that kind of time. And in that, you're, you're a relationship person. And I often ask this question on the hot seat to every one of our guests. When I say this Coach V quote, there's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships. What comes top of mind, Fina? You got it. It's important to nurture your relationships. It's important to stay connected to your people. Um, yeah, that's what I, it, it's. It's really all about who you know. That's how I got this job. It was about who I knew. I stayed connected. I stayed connected with her. And Very good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. There's two things that I work with with clients that is um, a major qualifier, signifier of what they value. Taking a look at their bank account and looking at their calendar. How much does Fina watch where her money goes and where you invest both your money and your time? And I often talk about the reason why people don't have a flow in their life is because their daily habits, activities and routines that they say they want to do to become this greatness. Mm -hmm. It's not paralleled in the freaking calendar where they're not designing their time, just shooting from the hip, just hoping for shit to happen. But in life, leadership and business, it doesn't work that way. Two main things, time and money. What What is your focus with that? And how can we all get better in terms of investing in the things that will return the greatest amount of investment in terms of achievement and success, but also that joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, love, and family, family time, Fina? So it's just, what do I invest? 
in my time. Yeah, in- like what do you feel are so like important or what what comes top of mind when I say, hey, watch your money, watch your time, because that'll equate into a lot of good or bad things in your life. What comes top of mind? Um, well, in terms of time, it it really is important on what you do with your time, because like I mentioned earlier, we're not promised tomorrow. So you need to be intentional on where it, yeah, it is important to have a calendar and it, it is important to have a schedule, but like truly live in the moment, you know, because I, I saw something on Instagram and it said like getting home, going home, driving home from somewhere. That's an underrated blessing because, you know, not everybody gets home. Yeah. You know, that's an underrated blessing. So it's just like, when it comes to your time, be intentional about where you're putting your time in, but then also living in the moment. And then in terms of money, yeah, like the fact is so right now I'm, I'm living in an apartment, you know, but like now it's now I want to own something. I want to own a, a condo. Now I'm thinking what's what's next? OK, I need yeah. to save up, you know, but it's just like with money, like, you know, if you want to travel, if you want to see the world, you know, people are different, you know, but, you know, with me, like I really want to invest into like a condo or something. And um, yeah. Yeah. Very good. And lastly, how was it being on the Coach V show? And what's your final, final thoughts on being on the show? Thank you for coming on, Fina. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's a, I'm so grateful to be in this space with you, Coach V, because I love you. I love your energy and I love what you're about. And I'm just I, I appreciate you asking me to be on this show. And thank you for this platform just to give people an opportunity to share their story, you know, cause I, I love, I love, I love that, you know, I love storytelling, you know, cause I feel all of us as humans, we're all connected. We all have a story to tell. We all have a story to share and, you know, yeah. we're, we're all connected somehow in some way. And just by you providing this platform for, for people like me to share our story, you know, I really hope that, you know, you, I'm able to inspire or anything, you know, to, to anyone who's listening to this. And how can people get a hold of you? Would you give out your handles and how they can connect with you on LinkedIn? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, LinkedIn, Facebook. I don't have Facebook. LinkedIn, Instagram, anything. Like, And then, yeah, I, I'm so easy. You can just literally reach out to me on Instagram and I will I'll reply. I'm, yes, I'm so easy to get a hold of. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for coming on the show, Fina. And for those of you that are tuning in, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Coach. Be show powered by Island City, where the beach meets the streets. And, and for Fina and I, it's just not for the sake of you just being successful that really you tune into a show like this, but really for the sake of you being your best. In doing so, you realize the best of your abilities and that everything that you dream, work and pray for in any order or in sequence that you want, that anything you dream, work and pray for can be achieved. This is how your girl Fina, your boy Coach V lives all about faith and family. Grateful for God's amazing grace and a happy uh, 21st birthday. Uh, she just celebrated her birthday a few weeks <laughs> back to Fina. You know, happy 21st. She could tell you her age if she wants to later on her own post and what she's doing. But was it 28 now? Is it 28? 27. 27. <laughs> you are just getting started. And that's the thing that, that I love about you is that. Uh, Even though you've done some things and your story is powerful, you really are just getting started. So for all of us that are a fan of of FINA, we are eagerly waiting for what comes next, FINA. Until next time, everybody, thank you for tuning in. One love, mad respects. We'll see you on the next episode of the Coach V Show. Next Modern Motivation Monday. Shout out Island City. Till next time. Peace. Peace.